CEOs, whatever, are mainly men because they're more critical thinkers and they don't rely on their emotions to make decisions. So they do better in those positions where you have to make hard decisions. Go fuck yourself. Welcome back to the Feminine State of Mind. Hello. We're doing another bestie bullshit today. Yes. So we were just talking about leggings. (laughs) So we're going to continue that. (laughs) Our likes and dislikes of brands. We were just um, discussing bombshells. So Mm -hmm. bombshell sportswear. So like we live in Canada. um, So to like order bombshell with the duties and everything like it is so expensive but damn those leggings are so fucking nice i know nothing fits as good as a bombshell sportswear legging like like we were talking about before you know i we go to the gym we train and lulu i love lulu for like chilling around the house or like cute outfits i'll always wear lulu like i'm wearing lulu right now for like you know running around and stuff like that Mm mm-hmm but when I'm actually at the gym, I like that like thicker material, that like compression almost. And yeah, Bombshell just has it dialed in. And plus they've got pockets and their designs are cute. They're super cute. I love the style. I know. Rob bought me, what was it? Four or five pairs for my birthday and a pair of their shorts. Like hella spoiled. <laughs> and like... Yeah, I can't stop wearing just those. They are like, amazing. I also really like, I don't even like saying the brand because I don't want more people to buy it, but <laughs> Dark Sport is seriously like, it's so bomb. It's a bodybuilding brand. So a lot of people outside the bodybuilding world probably like have never heard of it, but they're becoming like hella popular recently, but their stuff is so exclusive. Like um, when they have a drop, like they only do like drops of like different lines. Oh, okay. And like as soon as they go on sale, it's like sold out, like everything. Oh. So it's cool though. Yeah. And it's all made in the States too, just like Bombshell. So the quality is just way better. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of these athleisure brands will... Like, I'm not going to throw out names, actually, but a lot of these athleisure brands, what they do is they just buy from warehouses. Like, they'll buy from, oh, what's that freaking website? Like, Alibaba, and they'll buy from, like, AliExpress and, like, companies like that, and then they'll slap their logo on it. And so, like, the quality is just kind of shit, whereas, like, Bombshell, like, those leggings are their leggings. Like, you're not going to find them anywhere else, you know? Yeah. Kind of like Lulu, like, it's, like, patented. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like Dark Sport too. Like the way they like totally market is like so good and on point. And also too, when you get the clothes on the tag, it'll be like number four of five hundred. Like you know, like only five hundred of that item is made. So it's like cool. It's like you feel like you're part of like an exclusive club when you're wearing it. <laughs> that is super cool. I love that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, but I agree. It's Honestly, it can be kind of hard. Like, 
besides like the OG brands, like obviously, like, I mean, everyone knows like Lulu has great quality. Um, but you're right. Like they, I think it's, they're like a line are super comfy, but they're super thin material. So they don't like yeah. suck you in. <laughs> yeah. I need that like compression. Especially yeah. when I'm training, you know? Yeah. But the, it's good for like yoga or like Pilates or like something like that. I, I like yeah. their stuff for, or just like walking or totally. literally everyday wear because if you see me in jeans, it's like, it's a very rare occasion. Same. I used to be that chick too that was like, ew, you can't wear leggings as pants. And I'm wearing like crop tops and leggings as pants. And I'm like, catch me in jeans. I dare you. <laughs> That's me too. I used to be like, ew, it's so cringe. Ew, and- that was show your crotch in leggings. And now I'm like, right up to the tits. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't even give a fuck about the camel toe. I'll show camel toe all day long. I'm like, yeah, I got a pussy. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Comfort over camel toe, okay? <laughs> yeah. And the lines, honestly, are so bad for that, too. They're so bad. But you know what? Like, I will say I've heard... I, I tried this out because I, I don't know. I was watching YouTube one day and this girl, like, she she really hates it. And so she just, like, she pops a little liner mm, in there. I've and it. That actually does work because i did give it a go because the one day it was just like it was even bad for me man i was like (laughs) okay there is a point because especially when you're at the gym and stuff men are already so fucking creepy so like add camel toe on top of that and now people are really looking right unless you're into that like some girls like that attention personally i don't it gives me the ick so yeah i've also heard of the liner trick but i've never tried it yeah i have certain underwear that i'll wear with certain leggings Mm -hmm. so even with like my lines i buy like like i have again different underwear for like different even activities yep so i'll have like i have gym underwear they're like puma and the waistband is a little bit thicker but you can't see it through your leggings which i like and then the underwear itself is a little bit thicker so kind of like hides the camel toe yeah those are my go-to those sound nice yeah i'm wearing some right now and they're like i find the seamless ones like the actual seamless ones they roll up too easy and then it's like now i'm seeing them even worse yeah i agree like don't get me wrong i love some seamless like underwear but they are not gym (laughs) material at all and they also because there's literally no seams like they stretch so easy too so if you're like doing some squats or like anything like those are gonna lose their shape and like it does not come back so like just don't don't even waste them like unless you're wearing like a mini dress like just yeah totally and like sometimes it's worth spending a little bit more money like you know, like I hate going into a store and spending fifteen fucking dollars on one pair of underwear, if not more. But sometimes it's just worth it. Yeah, honestly, you have to invest in some good underwear. Like not all of them, obviously, but like have some staple good pieces because they're necessary. Yeah. They really are. And actually, I will say, you know what? I found some pretty good underwear quality at Winners. Funny enough. Yes. That's yeah. actually where I got these Puma ones. Oh, see? Winners for the win. <laughs> I know. You get, like, two pairs for the price of one. Like, hi. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, such a win. And, I, I mean, I think as women, we all have, like, different underwear for different occasions. You got your period <laughs> underwear. You got your sleep underwear. You got yeah. your- <laughs> 
Oh my god. So I used to like, okay, so I don't know if this is some kind of I've heard it's like an ADD tendency. I don't have ADD. Well, I don't I'm not diagnosed with it anyway, <laughs> but I will find something like a comfort show and I'll watch it forever. So um you probably even remember this. I watched that 70s show on DVD for like three or four years straight, like every day. And there's this one episode where they're playing basketball and Eric Foreman pants Donna and she's wearing granny panties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so now, Rob, anytime I'm wearing like period underwear or just like undies to go to bed, he's like, oh, you got your Donnas on? Calls <laughs> them my Donnas. I love that. You know what? I was wanting to rewatch that 70s show because I fucking love it too. It's so good. And it is nowhere to be found. Ugh, I bought it on DVD um, from Walmart like a long time ago. I but wish. it's. did you see the preview for that 90s show? No. So I just watched it. I knew it for a long time. It's been coming out and I'm like, you know, I was kind of weary about it because obviously remakes are never fucking as good as the original. But it is the premise around it is Eric and Donna's daughter move in with Kitty and Red and it's Kitty and Red and it's in the exact same house as that 70s show was shot in. Yeah. Um, And I did watch the preview. Rob and I were like excited to watch the the preview (laughs) and uh i i don't know it looks pretty cheesy i'm not gonna lie so we're like oh fuck i hope it's not like lame as shit you know but we're gonna give it a try anyway yeah let me know because i love me some kitty man (laughs) like i I know just for her (laughs) i know i hope they just like don't lose that little bit of edge to it you know yeah yeah anyway no, I agree. Political things get heated, which talking about political things, let's talk about some women's uh, rights, feminism. Let's, I remember you and I were kind of talking about this. So both Ash and I work in a fairly male dominant yeah. industry. And we kind of wanted to just like talk about our experiences with this. And that being said, like, we're not about to bash all males and in male industry. We actually oh, we just want to, yeah. We love men. Uh, we actually just want to come uh, from it from like our actual experiences and our perspectives of what we've had to deal with and endure. Yeah. So first of all, I want to preface this by saying that I believe men and women are completely different. Mm-hmm. Like we are completely different things. So it's okay to i don't know i think it's okay to have a male dominated industry and i think it's okay to have a female dominated industry because we're two different things so our skill sets will be different we are built different you know why do you think that women or sorry why do you think that nurses are predominantly women because we're more nurturing and caring not saying that a man can't be a nurse because there are some men who are just fabulous at that job too and so being a woman in a male dominated industry it is kind of a funky thing where you have to kind of i should i don't want to say like know your place but kind of and i don't mean that in a negative way i mean you need to be 
you have to bring yourself up a little bit to to be almost respected in the male dominated industry mm-hmm. because as a woman men can look down on that really quickly you know and so you have to set your boundaries and set your expectations and set your assertiveness like this is me i'm here i'm not being quiet i'm gonna rock this shit so get the fuck out of my way mm-hmm. no a hundred percent and let me add to that by saying never ever ever apologize for being a woman oh my god take up space girl yeah no like especially in the workplace Here's my biggest, and this isn't necess- like this isn't having to do with our jobs, but this is the biggest thing that I hear, and I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> so I'm gonna address it right fucking now. Okay, let's hear it. They always say that you know, um, CEOs, whatever, are mainly men because they're more critical thinkers and they don't rely on their emotions to make decisions. So they do better in those positions where you have to make hard decisions. Go fuck yourself. One. (laughs) Now, of course, there are going to be jobs and positions where obviously, yes, I would say men are probably more critical thinkers and don't base their decisions off of emotion. But do not for one fucking second take my emotion as a fucking weakness. Mm -hmm. My emotions are not a weakness and my emotions do not debilitate me from making critical decisions in the workplace fuck that they are two separate things how i feel about a situation and the decision i make about a situation are two different things and also on top of that we keep saying like you know or not we but it's this big thing that because they're like less emotional that they make better decisions. But that's not always necessarily true. And making a decision based off of how you feel or what your gut's telling you or anything like that should not ever be seen as a weakness. And actually, they always say they've done these studies, but there has been studies done as well that completely debunk that theory. They've put women at the top and actually women do just as well, if not better than men in those situations so i do not want to hear fucking that argument i don't care if men are less emotional than women that does not debilitate them from being at the top that does not debilitate them from making a critical decision and do not take my what's the word i'm looking for take my um natural ability to feel more and empathize more as a fucking weakness because it is not if anything it's a strength mm-hmm. and I think too like for instance so I'm a barber so I work in the male dominated industry for centuries it's been men working as barbers not women and the thing is is genetically though there is nothing that separates 
a man and a woman in that workplace genetically. So there's no difference between a man and a woman cutting hair. So in that industry, there is no reason that a man can like outshine me. It's in in certain instances, I do believe that there's male dominated industries for reasons. I'm going to use police or firefighters Mm -hmm. as a prime example in this. So I'm sorry, but if I'm getting mugged and I call the police, I don't want another five foot five hundred and twenty pound chick showing up. (laughs) I want a fucking man. Okay. I need a man to show up. (laughs) Or if I'm like, you know, for instance, Rob and I will play, he'll like sometimes play dead weight and he's like, pick me up, pick me up. I can't I can't. No. It's a 250 fucking pound man. Yeah, I can't pick him up. So there's no way I could run into a burning building and pick up a grown ass man and carry him out. I can't do that. Genetically, I'm not built to do that. Mentally, I'm strong enough to do that. But physically, I literally physically cannot do that. So in some instances, I can definitely agree with having male dominated industries. But there's industries like yours and mine. Mm-hmm. where there is no genetic differences that are going to make us accelerate or not. So in those times, fucking take up space, be loud. And you know, I'm not discrediting. There are some badass fucking female cops and firefighters out there who are strong and badass bitches and I salute you cuz I couldn't <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> right? 100%. But I can see why like for a long time that there has been these male dominated industries and being a woman in one you know you do have to be extremely assertive Mm -hmm. you know even the other day we had someone call and I was like hi blah 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 barbershop and he's like barbershop and I'm like yeah this is a barbershop and he's like a barbershop I'm like yes this and I'm just thinking he can't hear me right Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, is there any men working in that barbershop? And instantly I'm like burning up, right? (laughs) I get a lot of offside comments working in a barbershop you would not believe. And right away, though, I don't cower down to that. And right away, and I'm not joking, this is God is my witness. The conversation I had, I said, is this an issue for you? And he's like, well, yes, it is. (laughs) And I was like, well, you're not welcome here then anyway. And he goes, <laughs> and hung up on me. And it's just like, I've been asked too if my estrogen fucks up the m- testosterone in the shop. I've been asked, like, I've been, you know, I've been told too that like, I had a guy once look at me and he goes, you do realize clients only come to you because you're hot, right? And I stopped and I was like, and I'm fucking good at my job too. So do you want this haircut done or not? <laughs> You realize I have the clippers to your head, bitch, right? Right? (laughs) But in those moments, I don't cower down. I'm quick on my tongue. I know how to shut them down. Or, you know, I'm comfortable and confident enough to look at them and be like, you're making me uncomfortable right now. Or I don't like that comment. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm, I'm, you have to be quick and Mm -hmm. you have to be assertive enough and you have to be confident enough or else you're never going to make it in a male dominated industry. Uh-huh. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. 
No, I love that. And I love that you're able to do that for yourself. And ladies listening, like, don't feel bad if you can't do that yet. But pra- like, it is a daily practice. Oh, practice yeah. Practice that sure. shit every day. Practice sticking up for yourself. Because I, like, I'm not a naturally assertive person. I will say that right now. But I have become more of one working in the industry that I'm working in. I will say, like, my, I work in the cannabis industry and my company is great. You know, there's a lot of females in lead roles and management positions. And I fucking love that. And they're great at their fucking jobs. But I think we can all agree that men tend to cut women off when they're speaking a lot. And I've noticed, yeah, like a lot. And I don't, I don't think it's on purpose. I think it's just I think it's almost just like basic nature. Like it's like what I'm saying is super important and like it needs to be heard over what you said. And it's I get cut off quite frequently and not by everybody. I'm not saying that like I'm I'm not trying to make it like there's a whole bunch of shitty men working in my industry because they're really not. And it's not something that it, they're intentionally doing, but I do bring it to their attention. Like I like if I'm speaking and I get cut off before I can even finish my sentence after I'll be like, OK, can we get to the point that I was actually making? Because what you said actually has no relevance to what I was getting at. Yeah. So like, are we ready to listen or like, should I just go? Yeah. <laughs> and the way you even put that, though, like, OK, are you done so I can finish here? Yeah. You know, you you have to be assertive. You do. It's like they're not going to take you seriously. And we're just like speaking facts here. Like it's unfortunate that that is the way it is a lot of the time. But that is just the way it is. You know, it's unfortunate that we have to watch our backs and it's unfortunate we can't walk alone at night. But that is just the reality of it. Yeah, it's part of being a woman. It really is. And Mm -hmm. like you just have to learn how to navigate it. Like there's I'm, I mean, obviously, I can't come from it from experience, but I know there's a lot of pressure being a man and there's a lot of pressure being a woman. And they're different, of course. And that doesn't like, but that doesn't mean that they're not an issue on their own. And you do just, you have to be aware and you have to stick up for yourself. Yeah. And we're not like not discrediting men at all. We're only speaking literally from our own experiences and like, I'm a woman. So that's all I can speak on. Exactly. Like I'm not coming out here. Like I said, I don't think it's an intentional thing when they do that. And it's bringing awareness to it. Like, you know, we were speaking earlier, like it is like it, it is newer to just even women in these industries. It's not brand new, but it is newer. Yeah. And things take time. But the only way to make it take time is to speak up for yourself. And you don't have to be a complete dick about it. But like, like I said, you know, like if, if I get cut off a lot, I'll literally, I will literally stop talking and I'll let them finish their sentence. And I'll be like, are we good? Can I speak? Because if this is going to keep wasting my time, then I'm just going to go and you can figure it out yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm also not going to sit around and have my time wasted. So... Mm -hmm just like you know take those moments for yourself to speak up for yourself and you know say no say you don't think that's the right decision like if you're in a position I feel like that's another thing if you're in a position where you're supposed to be making decisions or like whatever don't let 
people intimidate you, especially as a woman, don't let a man intimidate you into making a decision you don't feel comfortable with either. Like, yeah, it's becoming, like you said, just assertive and being like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And this is why. And then it can be a conversation. For sure. And there also is a fine line with being assertive and like crossing that threshold and just kind of being a bitch too. Exactly. You don't have to fight everything that a man says to you just because he's a man. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you'll let them talk. You'll let them have their moment. And even if it's not what you were saying or like trying to get across, but you'll still just let them have that moment. And then you'll come back and be like, okay, are we, are you good? Are you done? You're not right away just instantly finding it's kind of going back to our earlier conversation with like don't be so quick to be offended and don't be so quick to like jump and attack Mm because there is a fine line like being assertive and being confident you don't have to be mean either exactly there is a fine line like you can get your point across like for instance i had an incident in the barbershop I've never had an incident since, like, I've only had one incident where I felt extremely uncomfortable and unsafe. Only one. Mm -hmm. And I had a man and he was extremely intoxicated. I was in the shop by myself, which does not happen anymore. And he started, like, kind of trying to touch me and touching my hair. And right away I stopped and I was like, you're making me extremely uncomfortable right now. Mm -hmm. And because I said it in that way, instead of, like, fighting or or not fighting but instead of like instantly kind of being like a bitch I was just like confident and assertive and I said the facts like you are making me uncomfortable right now mm-hmm. and he instantly became so embarrassed yeah. right like if I maybe took a different avenue and like tried a different approach on that maybe it wouldn't have gone my way mm-hmm. but instead I was just assertive confident I knew my facts and I and I would have held up on that as well and I never ever this is in my whole life not just at work or not just in like a situation I never say anything unless I'm willing to back it up yeah period whether that's gossiping whether (laughs) that's like saying something to someone's face or telling a story I will never say anything unless I'm ready and willing to back myself up yeah so just yeah be assertive and be willing to like back up your facts yeah exactly and learn yeah just learning to communicate yeah how you're feeling across is a big one and being assertive on that and like yeah take take up that space girl yeah be a bad fucking bitch yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i even had this conversation with some of the younger girls in the shop um because they recently had an incident with a guy being just super weird and like creepy towards our apprentice who Mm -hmm. just turned 20 like she's just like fresh little 20 year old making offside comments and stuff like that there was something going on up there with him anyway but um there was other people in the shop but you know one of our male barbers actually stepped in because it was just kind of getting out of hand and I I had a conversation with her and I was like and my boss was right there too and I was like it's okay to tell someone that you're uncomfortable and it's okay but make sure when you tell them you're not like hey like you're you're making me uncomfortable you know you got to be like hey you're making me uncomfortable mm-hmm. like state 
those facts make it known in an assertive way that you're not okay with that because a lot of the time too like a lot of people and men they'll kind of you give them an inch they'll take a mile I'm not speaking on everybody here some Mm -hmm. so you have to like make sure that when you feel that line is crossed that they know that they cross that line yeah because if you don't make it known they'll just keep kind of pushing it right Exactly. Work on those boundaries, girl. Yes. Go back to episode one. Yes. (laughs) Bring out the dark feminine energy for real. Like, hell no. Mm -hmm. But no, you're totally right. I even remember working. um, I was working in a restaurant in Victoria and it was like downtown and I was a hostess (laughs) and they literally used to be like, yeah, you have to stop like the the guys and like the crackheads basically like the drug addicts on the street from like getting in this restaurant and i was like i'm sorry did i sign up to be a fucking bouncer <laughs> yeah like i'm in six inch heels and a pencil skirt and i'm 22 fuck that shit if they right. want in by all means like i'm not like i'm not like i can say like hey like no you're not allowed but if they burst past me like I remember this guy like literally like just like fudged right past me like almost like knocked me off to like get in this bathroom because he had these like weird cards that he'd like litter all over the bathroom that had like sayings on them it was super weird Mm. um but like he like literally would do that all the time and they were like you have to stop him and I was like uh what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, like, what do you want me to do? Deck this guy? Like, no. Take my heel off and fucking stab him in the eye a couple of times? Yeah. Okay. Like, I literally, I remember being like, no, I can say that and say, sir, I'm sorry, you're not allowed in here. If he still budges right past me, then that's your fucking problem, dude. Like, yeah. no. Again, and that, like, goes back to, like, genetically, we're different. Like, you know, that's why we have it's not like a rule in the barbershop but we don't have any women in the shop by themselves because like i'm sorry but like you know i train every day i'm a bodybuilder i would consider myself a strong female if a chick comes up to me she wants to fight i'm ready to go (laughs) if a grown-ass man wants to fucking fight me i'm fucked yeah i'm running I'm fucked. <laughs> like, I'm gonna hope my legs can outrun that motherfucker first. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, it's so true. Like, there's, you know, like you said, it is, it is a genetic thing. I mean, you see, even women in trades, you know, like, um, and don't get me wrong, that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a woman going to, you know do what's the word um like construction like build houses am i or like a carpenter where i'm lifting like these heavy pieces of wood and i'm going up against some like built 200 pound jack dude like i'm expecting to not get the job and maybe that's shitty but he's going to be able to move and lift way more than I'm going to be able to. And he's going to be able to get the the job done faster. That's not saying that I don't agree. Like if girl, if you, if that's what you want to do, go do that. Yeah, man. But 
physically speaking, that dude can outwork me hands down. Like, mm. so I, I, that's just, that's just my point of view. And like you said with the cop, like, honestly, if like I was getting beat up by a dude and like another five foot five, like chick cop, like we're both swinging, man. Like we're both trying to take this guy down. Like, let's go. Cause here's the thing. Like, yes, we're women. We're like, you know, but like, I'm also a realist. Yeah. You know, I understand that I am genetically a lot fucking smaller. Rob is literally double my size. Mm -hmm. Like, literally double. He's double what I weigh. He's six fucking two. He's a big person. Like, he eats double what I eat. Probably shits double what I shit. (laughs) You know, like... He can lift double what I can lift. And he's going and like he's doing these hard ass jobs outside all day with these huge machines and huge this and huge that. And guess what? I don't even fucking want to do it. Yeah. Like I if I had the opportunity to be home every day, I would. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'm just speaking for myself here because I know like not all women are like that. But, like, I like a little bit of the traditionalness. I like that my man can take care of me. And I like that he's, like, goes out and does these, like, manly things and comes home dirty and, like, takes care of me. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like it. And, and I don't I, think there's anything wrong with that either. There isn't anything wrong with that. And you know what I want to say is, like, here's the thing is I'm not going to say, like, men and women obviously we are we are different and we're better at different things um and but that and i think like a lot of people they're like men and women aren't equal because you know like men are good at this and women are good at this but here's the thing is we are equal in the sense that we complement each other mm-hmm. yeah we are equal in the sense that you know what I can do complements what you can do. You know, you can't make a baby without both. You can't, you know. And I think going back to, you know, women that stayed at home and looked after kids, you know, it was like, oh, well, they stayed at home and looked after the kids. Have you ever babysat? And you're like, <laughs> I'm sorry, kids are not fucking easy. And keeping yeah. at home is not fucking easy, especially if you have kids. And making the food, making the meals, cleaning, cleaning the house, getting the kids to school, picking them up, you know, taking care of them when they're sick. It's it. That job doesn't stop. You never shut off being a mom ever. And with men going to work and providing for that family, that's also equal. And mm-hmm. what I think needs to be addressed is if you don't make the money, but you take care of the home. You are just as important as equal as the person who goes out and makes that money too. Yeah. And that's like what bothers me is when it's not treated equally because it's different, but you're both hustling and you're hustling for each other and you're making it work. And I never want to, I never want to make it seem like, you know, that that isn't equal to what the man's doing to provide for and if you're both going out and working and you're both contributing and you're both helping each other out that's equal too you don't have to make the same like don't make equality about the money that you make at the end of the day the amount of money that you make make equality about what 
you do for each other that complements each other? Is it equal in how you act towards each other? Do you help each other out the same? Do you love each other equally? Do you care for each other? Do you try and make each other's life easy? Then yeah, you're equal, dude. It's not Mm -hmm. like, it's not about, I I feel like there's always this thing. It's like, you know, for, and I mean, I'm just speaking for the women that stay at home like mainly but for the women that work too like I feel like a lot of the time it's looked down upon if you don't make the same amount of money or you're not working but I mean obviously if you're sitting on your ass and doing absolutely nothing okay then yeah yeah <laughs> like you know like you're not you're not putting in the same amount of effort but what I think is a big thing like I said is it's almost how much money you make is what attributes to the quality and it's that I don't think that is yeah I, I agree with you there like I make I make good money but I make significantly less than Rob mm-hmm. and I have never ever ever once felt like I was not equal to him because of that you exactly. know exactly yes and I guess what I'm trying to get at is like don't like whether it's the woman making the money or the man making the money, don't let somebody put you down because you're not contributing money, as much money. What are you contributing elsewise? Are yeah, you exactly? Are you making the home? Are you making the dinners? Are you like what are you what are you doing that's contributing? Is it equal? Then then it then good. Like and also too like never. If you are the breadwinner, because there are lots of women out there making more money than their man too, mm-hmm. like never let their toxic masculinity take you down in that too. Or like also, role reversal here, we're playing a lot of devil advocate today, but like yeah. don't make your man feel worse about that either. Exactly. You know what I mean? Unless he's just a fucking bum ass piece of shit. <laughs> Luke, oh, like, I mean, like, yeah. I've I've had relationships in the past where, like, I I wanted to go to school, and what my wage would be after would be making more than they were going to make, and they had a fucking problem with that. Yeah, and, and that is want so me to do is... it because I would be making more money than them. Yeah, and if that is the case, um fuck that guy and leave because that is bullshit because if you're in the right relationship too where your relationship like halo has been saying like your relationship is equal then like your man should be the one or women or whatever we're just speak on heterosexual relationships because that's what we're in but they should be building up to to make that money or make more because it'll benefit their life too like Rob wants me to be working more and he wants me to be pushing my business and he wants me to be making as much as him. And we've talked about it a lot because like we talk about money a lot, Mm -hmm. like in a positive way. And he even said too, like, I only can hope that you can make as much, if not more than me, because it'll only benefit his life as well. Yeah. You know, like because we are so equal in our relationship that if we're both bringing in the money and we're both bringing that to the table, then, like, we'll only both benefit. See, if you're, like, seeing each other, like, oh, like, you know, not equal in the relationship, Mm -hmm. then you're only going to be 
someone's come like someone's trying to bring someone else down to get on that lower level when like in reality you should be building each other up to both benefit Mm -hmm. that makes sense (laughs) no it it 100% makes sense and I I agree with you completely like never let someone shame you for success yeah especially your significant other they should be the ones hyping you up Mm -hmm. and don't be and also don't be ashamed for not making as much as the other person either like don't let like it goes both ways I mean life is hard and not every job is going to pay the same and that's okay Mm -hmm. like you know like whether whether you're making millions whether you're just scraping by like whatever it is except for where you are right now and just try and grow from there and have someone that wants you to grow and be successful with you yeah yeah exactly exactly and just you know like yeah just i think a big thing to take away from today is allow like let's accept each other's differences as a good thing not a bad thing like yeah. it's super funny like my mans will always give you the example like physically they would be like if someone breaks in like are we gonna rock paper scissors on who's gonna go out there and like fight <laughs> this guy <laughs> It's like hell no, bitch. Hell no, you're going I'm out there, the going out the window, bitch. Like I'll call nine one one for your ass. <laughs> yeah, and also, ladies, here's a tip: capitalize off the creeps. Here's the thing: we are women. Mm-hmm. Men pay for women. Get on the OnlyFans. Make your money. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Never. Don't be sexually shamed either. Own oh, that. No, because women Here's are sexual. Thing. We're sexual little creatures. We're hot. That's fun. You know what's funny too is like when I started my OnlyFans, um, the only people who shamed me for having an OnlyFans were men. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The only subscribers I have are fucking men. <laughs> so yeah. it's like you guys are shaming us so hard for it, yet you're the ones that are fucking paying for it. Yeah, because they're so ashamed that they have to, you know, subscribe to these websites. But and then they just take it out on us. But that's fine. Take it out on me. I'm going to take your money too, bitch. I know. It's like, okay, you're going to shame me. I got called gross. I called. I got called like um, that I don't value myself. It's just like, I'm sorry, but I've made thousands and thousands of dollars off of not even nudes. Yeah. So please tell me how I'm gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please tell me how I don't value myself. I value myself enough not to give enough. Sorry. I value myself enough not to give a shit about your opinion thank you (laughs) like bitch i don't even post nudes and i've paid for like pretty much my tits with OnlyFans money thank (laughs) you exactly yeah like never ever be ashamed and like either way like if it's not for you don't be ashamed of that either like whatever sexual line is whatever what am i looking for level yeah (laughs) whatever your level of sexuality is don't be ashamed for that either like exactly like i'm not gonna lie like mine is pretty on the lower spectrum i'm not a super overly sexual person i find it like hard to be sexy sometimes like you know but i used that still and like i promoted my only fans as a tease i'm a tease i don't post nudes again i'm in a relationship too so there was some strong boundaries between the both of us going into this and the rule like our boundaries were no nipple no asshole no vagina 
so that like limits but you know what still I still capitalized off of it yeah exactly yeah do whatever you feel comfortable with and Mm -hmm. make your money girl (laughs) (laughs) exactly we covered a lot of points today yes that was very good I liked it Mm -hmm. well thank you you guys for listening (laughs) go ahead sorry oh what were you gonna say no, nothing that contributes to this at all. So, <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Feminine State of Mind. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Feminine State of Mind. I'm Astronaut Fit, and Hala is Hala J. See you guys, out, girls. Time. Bye.